Hey, everybody, it's Sherry again, Sherry Dutter from The Writing Glitch on this Emotional Kids Summit that we've been doing this month of August in 2023. I am here this episode with Cindy Frederick Fulton. She is a certified occupational therapist in Pennsylvania, and she has equestrian farm that she does therapeutic writing, but she also does some other things that I can't wait to share with you a little bit about what she's doing. Welcome to the podcast, Cindy. Hey, nice to be here, Sherry. What a glorious, warm, very muggy summer day. (laughs) It sure is. I believe it's like 91 here in Pennsylvania. Am I right? I've got 82, so it's getting up there. There we go. But if I've got to say it, I'm headed down to 100 degrees next week. So (laughs) hopefully it'll stay uh, around the 80s to 90s here in Pennsylvania. But I'm headed down to where it's 100 degrees. I'm heading to the south. Definitely hot. So for those of you who hear this after the fact in August, the last half of July, I am on a uh, trip to Texas and Arkansas to do some speaking down there. Yeah, it's going to be a fun adventure, which you will hear about as this summit goes on, because we're going to talk a little bit about it in some of the other episodes. But anyway, getting back to you, Cindy, we met, what, 10 or 15 years ago now at the Pennsylvania Occupational Therapy Association Board. We were both members of the local state association OT board as delegates for the governing body here in Pennsylvania. And then we drifted apart and you reached out to me maybe, what, a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago now. And we've been talking a lot ever since then. And one of the things that you are working on is really trying to mesh some of your things of your farm and your therapeutic writing and your school-based therapy that you do as well. But you have a couple different, I should say, lanes of business. So tell us a little bit about what all of those lanes are and how they all mesh together. You are absolutely right. There's a lot going on here at the farm. I guess I'll start first with letting you know that, yes, I do virtual OT for school-based kids. And aside from that, the farm is actually an organic farm and we grow veggies, herbs, cut flowers. And we also are home to Star Equestrians, which is a nonprofit organization that we host here. And we've got seven horses, We now also have 64 chickens, 62, I'm sorry, I added two. (laughs) And so we're growers of a lot of things and just trying to lead a healthier lifestyle, homestead, farmstead kind of ideas. And with my work on school-based setting and looking at all of the kids as far as their writing issues go and all the goals that we try to address, I couldn't help but wonder how the horses could benefit these kids either virtually, which is a project we're working on currently, and or here at the farm in actual riding programs. That's amazing. So tell me a little bit about what that means to come to your farm and ride. 
So we actually have changed a little bit also because what we've noticed is that a lot of kids are missing the core balance that they need. And gross motor starts obviously first before it gets out to fine motor. And so a lot of our students are learning right now the relationship part of the horse and the balance and core part before we even put a saddle on. With building the therapeutic relationship with our student and the horse, that's where it really starts. And that also allows our students to have more, how would I like to say this, social skills. Since cyber has become so popular, a lot of our kids, I think, are missing some social skills. With that being said, they develop the relationship with the horse on the ground first. And then we go to developing core and balance. So that's how we start now. And we've got a new little tagline, which is education and motivation. Because another thing I find with my students are most of my students are beat down pretty well with writing. And so I've got to figure out, first of all and foremost, how to motivate them. And I would say 90% of what I do is motivating. And of course, the horses are the magnet, whether it be in person or virtually, because I have stuck a horse's nose right in the computer screen and had kids really want to and enjoy writing about what they learned that day. So you said writing about what they learned that day. So they are virtually learning about riding, R-I-D-I-N-G, and then they write, R-I-T-I-N-G, they're writing about what they've learned that day. And I believe that we've talked about this in the past in you did a summer program, Writing for Writing, or something like that? Actually, it's a new program that is going to be starting. So we will have, we're working on our curriculum box to finalize that. And it is actually called the Writing Horsemanship Club with different levels that the students will learn from. And so it is an all virtual component, but they will be learning essentially everything about the horses and doing things that are very much fine motor, painting horses with a curriculum box, word searches, which is eye visual coordination, all kinds of things, that, and little writing samples as well. And so with that program that we're starting, we want to have a pre-test, although the students won't know it as a test, and a post-test. So a pre-writing sample and a post-writing sample that we can draw some data from. So based on this program that you're creating, suppose you have a child that has this emotional outburst. What are some of the strategies that you're currently using in your current program, plus things that you can have in your toolbox as you're talking about these kids and entering this program? But what are some of the strategies that you use that maybe a teacher in the classroom could pull from to help a kid who's in the middle of an outburst? I have just recently worked with a student that has a lot of those issues. And the first thing I noticed, and the horses have given me the gift to be able to watch and visualize energy kind of ideas, how much, what kind of energy is happening in the room. And so I would suggest my first thing, which always helps me is assess what is happening around you and around the student. Is there a lot of distractions? 
Can the student be helped by reducing distractions and reducing even the volume of your voice and how you relay that to the student? Sometimes you might even have to go quiet to get their attention. Mm-hmm. That would be a really good strategy that I would start with. Some of the other strategies I have used is also physical components. Let's get up and move because I believe a lot of times that energy has to come out. So sometimes it will come out in a negative meltdown. And let's make that positive. So let's turn it around, spin it to a positive component, and let's take a walk. A big example would be, and I love the arts idea, have a big painting wall and let's do some painting. Let's get some big arm motions going so that we reduce a lot of that negative energy. So at your farm, do you have a location that these kids can do the, those big arm movements? Or is that something that you do in your virtual sessions? That's something that I like to do in my virtual sessions. The horses are so captivating that I would say we've only ever, oh, and this is our 25th anniversary of providing these services to our community. We've probably only ever had about a handful of total meltdowns. But the horses really are the sensory, whether the student is standing on the ground with them or they're on their back. And with their presence being a thousand pound animal to a hundred pound, and I'm just averaging being or less with some of these kids, they are so awestruck that their total focus goes to the horses. And so that negative energy doesn't really appear as much in the barn, which is nice. And so you're utilizing some of these other strategies when you're doing the virtual therapy, the big arm movements and the lower tone. Have you ever done a turn off your screen? No, I have not used that. So one of the things that I did, I had a kid who was doing a big meltdown. I just turned my screen off and left him and do his thing until he realized that he was not seeing me anymore. And he's, Miss Sherry, where did you go? <laughs> and I love, just it. I love because, that idea. Because he didn't see me, he totally came out of his meltdown and came back and was able to then focus. So when I'm in a, a school-based building, I like to turn lights off. And I was like, how am I going to turn the lights off? Okay, the only control I have is my video and my microphone. So (laughs) I did that. And I still, to this day, can hear him all of a sudden, like just stopping and looking. And you could see he was looking at the computer because his screen was still on. And he goes, Miss Sherry, why is your video off? (laughs) You you have to love some of the things that they say to you. But that was the other thing. if, If I've noticed, if I bring my energy down, they will eventually usually pretty quickly bring their energy down to match it. And if I'm excited and excitable, I tend to be that way. I've had students actually say, oh, can you bring your energy down? (laughs) Isn't that nice that they're aware of their own energy level and they, uh, and sensory wise, they can't deal with your high energy level. That's a great awareness on their part. Yes. And I'm trying to get them to realize that and to see different things and think outside the box. And I also, with what I do online, I prefer to really get kids to think outside the box and think about entrepreneurship and think about what you would do with 
different components of your life. Like how would you, NOT is occupation also. So I have a student online who decided he wanted to live on his own and he's getting there. We went through all of the expenses. And by the end, he was like, that's a lot of money I need. So I said, okay, so if we're going to do this job for this many hours, it only adds up to this amount of money. So what else could you do? And what kind of side gig could you get? And so having them think about their own talents and their own abilities and what they might like to do. Hey, let's have dreams again. I love it. Uh, So we're at the point in the interview here where I would love if you could share a little bit about how people can get a hold of you. Is there something else that you'd like to share before we go about the some of the products that you're working on? Anything else that you want to share? Sure. So I also have four books in print, four children's books. The first one is called Lacey's Legacy. You can get them through me or through Amazon. The second one is Stretch a Story. The third one is The Adventures of August Ray. And I have a compilation of the three in a coloring book. So those are available. And my next product that we're working on is a curriculum box and the Zoom sessions that will be available for students. We are also working on, uh, gosh, lots of things that will happen virtually and technology-wise as soon as I kind of line things up and learn a little more myself. But the probably the easiest way to get a hold of me right now is my email, or they could Facebook message me. But my email is otcindyd, as in David, at gmail.com. That's probably the easiest way right now. We're in the process of building the website and doing all of those technology things. You're taking what has traditionally been a in-person business found a way to put it online so that you can share with more kids and outside your community because you're starting to get kids from other states and other areas of Pennsylvania to come and join you in your sessions. Is that correct? Yes. And a lot of the inner city kids love the component of the horses. I had to find a way to get them motivated for the OT goals that we were addressing and the horses are it. The kids that are inner city kids just love this whole atmosphere of farm-related activities, and we have planted things. We have, I definitely fit the role of OT because I've also taken them into my kitchen, and they're in their kitchen while we're making cookies that look like horses. So lots of really cool stuff happening. Lots of positive things in a crazy world right now. Cool. This has been Sherry Dutterer from The Writing Glitch. And I have been here with Cindy Frederick Fulton of Greens and Grazers and Star Equestrians. Thank you for being here, Cindy. It has been a pleasure to talk with you. Thank you so much. And you guys all have a wonderful day. And remember, you were put here for such a time as this. Remember to look for all those links and all that information in the companion course. Talk with you soon.